0: I'm Chris H and this is Pops Point, podcasting all things fatherhood over a beer. Pops Welcome to Pops Point episode 18. I have two special guests with me on tonight. Our first time ever having a co-host. We'll give you a reason the reason why as to the co-host. Um, and a uh, very big um, topic this week, uh, the beginning phases of adoption. And I have no one other than Mr. J. Esposito, who is a newlywed coming up on his first year up in May to his husband, Mark, and they have begun the planning stages, or at least talking about adoption. What's up, JJ? Hi, how
1: are you? Great to be I'm here.
0: Fa- I'm fabulous. I appreciate you uh, jumping on and sharing your story. Um, I do, uh, unfortunately, have bad news for the audience. Jay has never listened to the podcast, so he is not a believer, a believer, a Bieber, believer. What are they called? And uh, I
1: did. Not, you did. I what? will say, I did put on about three and a half minutes of one of your episodes with Andrew just so that I could hear the two of your voices. Oh, there you go. There you go. It was when I realized that it had been going on all this time and I should <laughs> have known that it was going on all this time and I it somehow managed to not realize it, right? So when I saw how many episodes you had done already and I had missed all of them, I was like, no. So I do have several downloaded. I'm waiting. It's only been a year. I'm a, new, I'm a relatively new convert.
0: Well, I mean, you're also you're right.
1: It has been a year.
0: You're also challenging the rules of Fight Club here, and the fact that you are not drinking a beer (laughs) sounds like uh, Uh, which is just so sad. So, especially during quarantine time,
1: Uh, you know, bad decisions. I I had laid out this plan like months in advance, and it just happened to fall right on the quarantine time where I was going to (laughs) like dramatically change my life. I'm on this like insane diet. I I had all this wild plans for starting like mixed martial arts with a friend. And there's a studio up the street that does like really intense spin classes. I was going to join that. And I'm not even kidding. It was all set for that weekend of the 14th of March. You're,
0: You're really challenging your willpower. But luckily, um, we have a fan favorite, uh, Mr. Andrew Lucas, who is uh, the surrogate drinker for you and co-host of yeah. our first ever Pops Point. How are you, Andrew? I'm
2: wow, fantastic and improving. How is everyone over there doing today?
0: We're trying to improve. Trying.
2: So, Jay, you're telling me the yeah. Pope canceled Easter this year, yeah. and you are going to stick to your no beer for alcohol schedule.
1: I wish that I could say that this were like something that I do annually, but it's actually not something I've done since I was old enough to consume alcohol. No, so you've done it before. I failed I miserably. Do you remember? I did it. I tried <laughs> to do it for that one month. Remember sober September. Do you remember yeah. this? It was your... It Definitely. was actually your, um, oh my God, you you guys were so mad at me because it was your engagement. You and Lauren had just gotten engaged. Yeah, and we had a huge party at your mom and dad's house and I drank water bottles.
0: Yeah, but Sober September just turned into um, marijuana September for you.
1: It was the summer of joints. I right. followed it up. Summer of jo- it was the summer of joints. Yes. And Sober September did not last. Laugh. <laughs> I, I I did make it about three weeks. I don't remember what the fourth week brought that derailed the entire thing. But that's, quite honestly, the, I would say, three-ish weeks of my adulthood that I hadn't drank, right? And so, you're, a, you're
0: aficionado. I mean you, I mean, you 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 have a taste. I'm you a, have a taste. But i got to rely on Andrew. Andrew, what are you drinking here right now for the audience?
2: Today I'm having... The signature beer of Philadelphia, Yard's IPA. Yeah, uh, up oh. to a 7% alcohol, since I'm drinking for two. Uh,
1: and I've already done the first one,
2: so the second one just got a Keep it going. Could be a good night. no limit here. Yards, yeah, I mean, there's no limit. Well, this Can you hear me still? I walked one. away
1: from my phone. What did you just say? Can you hear me? I walked <laughs> I'm away. Crying. I'm sorry. No, I did. I'm in my kitchen because I went to go look yeah. to see what I have in my fridge, just so I could at least participate in that way. No, you can't have a beer. You can't. What's
0: no, your... I'm not having
1: it. It's okay. a six point hootie. Ooh, so six point brewery, right? I it's love their hazy IPA. I'm a 6. big six guy. They like right on, we on our uh, corner store, right? Our bodega. They have. They always have the the most random, delicious beers that are way overpriced.
0: Well, Six Point in Brooklyn makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right,
0: boys. Old I uh, I popped out the good stuff for you. I got a heady topper. I got the Alchemist.
2: Oh, oh Fuck. It's, that is a, a very nice beer.
0: It is delicious. Dare I say? It's definitely five star rating here. Five star. I'm a happy man. So um, let let's get right into it because uh, Jay, you guys don't have a kid yet. Um, No, you got you got it's gonna hit your one year wedding anniversary, and uh, I mean I know this for a fact since we were in high school, and I was trying to think back. It's been over twenty years now. Oh, my God, that's scary.
1: Um, yes, that's, that is correct. It's coming.
0: That um, you, uh, The number one thing you've always wanted to do is be a father. Yeah, that's correct. And one of the things that drew you and Mark together was your strong sense of family. It is, in fact, the number one thing. The number one thing. Yep. So give me a little Doesn't run and All attractive. Well, yeah. It has nothing to do with it. just checking so mark passed the test and i love how the the co-host i know the co-host is pushing you in these directions and he's loving every minute
2: it. (laughs) (laughs) it was just an observation question that i thought the fans of the show would like to know that's all there you go i wouldn't take him out of bed that
0: was how it started jay's hitting above it jay's jay's swinging above his average Let's take a quick sip while we hear from our sponsor. <laughs> so Jay, where do you even start with this whole adoption process? because I, I think it's extremely important um just for the topic of this conversation, the topic for this podcast, just about fatherhood, because there's a ton of different routes in how we get here and why, and life moves us yeah. in other ways and um I, I mean where have you and Mark really started? What was the first step for you guys to take in thinking about
1: adoption? I'll be honest. Like if we're, if there is, let's say, 10 steps toward adoption, we're probably down at the maybe third or fourth step, right? Cause first and foremost, we both were, Searching on our opposite sides of the planet for whoever it was going to be that we were going to raise kids with, right? Um, And that, I guess we met four years ago. So, and for the audience, four years ago, yep. Mark Mm -hmm. is from where? He's Philippines. He's from Manila. Got it. The audience, right? right. Yeah. So, we met the first time, um, he was traveling the U.S. for the first time. May twenty sixteen. So long story short, we 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 met, we connected completely electronically. And so we just started like a very casual chat, video chat relationship that got really intense really fast. Um, and the intention was just for the two of us to meet in person that summer when I was traveling to Spain and Portugal by myself. So we concocted this whole plan where he was gonna come and meet me on my trip. And then like, I would say three or four days before I was set to leave, he got his visa application denied to go to meet me in Spain. The Spanish consulate, blocked right? They put a stop to our love. Um, so we didn't meet then, we like cut everything off. We just like ended it right then and there. And then reconnected again, probably like six months later, very casual, checking in every few weeks, how are you, yada, yada, when I went to Asia summer of 2017. That's when we met in person. That's when we traveled Asia for two weeks. That's when we like had this like sweeping romance and decided that. Not in that trip, actually, like we didn't, we didn't leave that trip saying we were going to get married, we were going to have kids, yada, yada, but it was very soon after, as in like days after that trip ended that we were like, oh, fuck, this is going to, this has to keep going on. This has to continue. So between July and Christmas, he came out to the U.S. two times, stayed for several weeks both times. Um, met my whole family. I got to meet his family here in the U S who just so happened to live like 20 minutes from my mom and dad at Philly. Um, and our family That's fell fine. in love and yeah, it's bonkers. It's just all like, it's been a very weird, surreal scenario that we both just kind of like sat back and watched happen to us and laugh hysterical.
0: Yeah. You don't realize it until the time's passed
1: no and and we very specifically got engaged then because we knew the visa process was going to take so long and so the thought was like if that was november 2017 right yeah we were trying to think in our minds like how do we if we are going to do this if we're going to actually go forward with this relationship if we're going to get you into the country full-time because he has a tourist visa, right? So he's allowed back and forth all he wanted for 10 years. But to get married, you have to have a very specific type of visa to marry on. So we did, I guess it would have been November, 2017. We realized, oh, wow, we have to get engaged now and get the visa process now. If we even want to get married, let's say by the end of 2018.
0: Yeah, so, so you're so like you're planning out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that didn't even work out we got engaged december 2018 we didn't get our visa no i'm sorry we got engaged december 2017. we didn't get our visa until february of 2019 so almost 14 months later and in that time travel back and forth doing that's when we were doing like the really hardcore like video chatting at night video chatting in the morning yeah taking lunch hour breaks together at work all that kind of nonsense um and just living through text we were like two little teenagers like i knew more about what he was doing in any given day than i did any of my family or friends
2: so i mean because we were constantly Jay, updating each I, other mm mm-hmm. And for the, I mean, for the, the, the people that are listening that don't know you, I mean, clearly yeah. this relationship has, it mean, it's four years now. Um, yeah. you've gone through grinder as you've nicely put it to start, but it, it matured <laughs> through into a, Hey, we're dedicating, organizing, scheduling, just to chat, to keep the relationship going. There's a lull and then heavy travel between both of between both countries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then really planning really consideration like hey this is where we're going and it sounds like a solid foundation to the next phase of where you guys want to be yeah and leading into this oh crap we're going to be a family different than not everyone but it's going to be that hey we're ready to jump in so what is that jump point for you guys is it um Jumping into adoption here uh, is it adopt, adoption uh, from the Philippines? Is it hey, we're doing something different?
1: Right, right. No, it's it's all of the above. Honestly, like we, I guess, in our very initial conversations, realized immediately that we both come from huge families. We both wanted our own family, and that was that was really, I would say, the thing that was different about our relationship from the very early moments till now from any other relationship that I'd been in in the past. It always felt like all the other people who I was with short term, long term, um, none of them even came close to wanting to have kids to the level that I did. And it always felt like they were almost trying to like take my want for children and make it their own, if that makes sense. and that eventually it got to a point where we had to have a really serious conversation where they were like yeah you know what it's not it's not my thing like i i want it for you i don't want it for me right um and so we agreed early on mark and i that like we would have them through surrogacy through adoption like no matter what it was going to take and if it was going to take years of squirreling away little bits of cash here and there or whatever it was going to take, we were going to do it. Um, So we knew we had to get a visa, move him here, get married, do the long waiting period of him getting working documents to be able to get a job in the U S and then start aggressively saving. And that's where we are like today, March, 2020. We're at that place. We've, we married last May. He, he, immediately applied for the work visa, got the work visa right around the holidays this year, 2019, Um, got a job in February, same time that I started my new position. Um, So we've been just aggressively saving in the little bit of time since then, and now are living through a global pandemic. I'm just waiting to see what comes next. So
0: it sounds like you guys have done some research as to discover like what the pricing is for various options.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound
0: bad pricing?
1: It's
2: like you're buying uh, a car.
1: No, it is. It is. It's <laughs> honestly like people laugh at us all the time, but we always tell them like, we got to buy kids. Like cause they'll joke and like, Oh, you know, are you going to buy a house? Da, da, da. We're like, no, we're buying babies. And they're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bye, babies. and we're like no it's not a joke actually it's right. like tens of thousands of dollars so to answer your question from what we have found out and we haven't honestly done really intense digging we've mostly just been talking to friends at this point who've gone through either surrogacy or adoption and that was kind of our like initial stages of research um and I what mean, we legit, gather That's a legit yeah, phase in the fact of for now, right? the people that yeah. have Well, I
0: mean, I would trust someone who's done the process versus for sure. an internet
1: article. For sure. I, yeah. I would say with the surrogacy is by far the most expensive option, but adoption unfortunately is equally as expensive um in a lot of ways. It depends on if you are looking to adopt a newborn child or if you're looking to adopt an older Toddler or
2: is there a you or teenager, that you right? Guys would want. So if you had to,
1: I yeah. If
2: if you had to say, okay, we we can't afford the surrogate because that's crazy pricey. We don't want to deal with right, a crazy right, woman right. who's gonna take the baby at the end of it anyway. Right. Um, right. Is there a window? Uh, do you want it? You won't go past a five-year-old. Like, is is there a preference? Or is or not, because I, I, I mean I don't know, so I, I'm asking. No, that it's a great age. question.
1: For me, no, there's no like I would I would honestly take a child of any age, and I actually have really loved the idea of taking of getting siblings because there's so many kids that, um, whether it's that they are orphaned or in some way or another their parents are incapacitated and can't take care of them, um, and especially the older that children get they're less likely to be adopted. Unfortunately, most people in the adoption market are looking for newborns. Um, And I just know that even from talking to friends that some of them waited two to three, sometimes even four years to adopt a newborn where they've spent close to 30, 40, approaching $50,000 to wait three or four years for a child. Um, and in that time frame, they had children, uh, I'm not using the right terminologies for these, but had children who were offered to them and told, you can have this child almost like on like a temporary basis based on whatever state the parents are from. So let's say we'll use New Jersey as an example right. and say that this um, couple has a child, you can take the child, but the parents can still take the child back for 30 days or six days or whatever the window is for that state.
2: Caitlin's cousins adopted and they Mm were in one of those where they went down to, I think it was North Carolina. They had to then stay within so many miles of the hospital and then they started coming home and the parents were like, we want the baby back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've heard that honestly from Almost everyone who I know that's that has gone through this process that that's happened it's crazy stuff it is, and it's you know again, I'm no expert in this this is all very brand new for both of us, but um, I think you go into a scenario like this with your eyes wide open and you know that that's something that you're probably going to have to deal with or that is possible um and you just decide whether or not it's important enough right, to go through it. And for both of us, the answer is yes. Like, we're, we we know that we were intended to be parents one way or the other, however that's going to look. And so far, like, we've just kind of said, put our heads down, get through the visa process, get jobs, put the money away, start to save, save, save. And all of that has worked out the way that it's worked out. So we're, very hopeful that whatever's to come, it's going to work out one way or the other.
0: Let's take a quick sip while we hear from our sponsor. I did catch uh, some of the early discussion. You had talked about the Philippines or the U S where be it, um, only because with Mark being in the Philippines. So, right, right, right. right. is that one of the options that you guys have chosen or are deciding on whether it's, um, adopting in the
1: Philippines or the States? No, it's a great question. And we are, we've started talking through friends mostly just to get a sense of what the process looks like. Um, it does sound like it's going to be much less expensive to do it, through the Philippines, like if we did decide to adopt a Filipino child or Filipino siblings, um, But there are drawbacks to that as well. It's just illegal to be gay in the Philippines. We're not, we have no protection. We're not legally married. Um, I'm not recognized as anything to him when we travel through the country together. So what does that mean from an adoption standpoint? He would have to adopt the child himself because he's still a Filipino resident. Um, And then he would have to probably, we don't even know this yet, but probably stay in the Philippines for a specified amount of time in the lead up to that adoption, which we've heard could be weeks, it could be months. Oh,
0: that's crazy. He
1: would, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have to do all of that by himself and do all of the legal stuff there in the Philippines then bring the child here to the US where I would then be able to adopt the child legally here in the United States. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. No. I mean, well, yes, but
1: logically no. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right? I mean, um Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's scary. It is. And that's, you know, it sounds super corny, um, but all of this has like all of this was so seemingly impossible from the start four years ago. So the fact that we're even here right now today and he's like 10 feet from me playing PlayStation and I'm like huddled in our bedroom folding laundry, like the fact that all of this has gotten to where we are today is shocking and unbelievable to both of us. And we live through it. So I think you could tell us that we would have to swim across the Pacific, right, to like go and adopt these children, and that we would, and that it will happen. Um, it's just the very early stages. Like I'm, we were hoping next summer to go back to the Philippines because that will be two full years that he'll have been here in the U.S., that we'll have been married, that we'll been able to like squirrel away with cash and that sort of thing, and then potentially go back and look more hardcore into what the adoption process might look like there.
0: Well, I think JJ, this is a pretty good, um, intro as your first kind of steps into adoption. And I, what I want to do is maintain kind of this cadence as far as each milestone you guys take and like those deciding factors, and do episodes like this because I think it's without a doubt a crazy learning curve that not a lot of people are privy to. Um, and it's not, uh, that's something that's covered a lot. A, a topic where, and uh, even the Philippine situ- situation, if you guys decide that route, I mean, mm-hmm. really crazy, um, gut-wrenching stuff man and the fact that like i just because I, I know how much you guys care and just
1: i know how good of father's you guys are gonna both gonna be that's the i mean honestly like that's the the light at the end of the tunnel right it's like i think both of us are just very pragmatic and we're like yeah whatever like whatever it is that we have to do we're gonna do and we we know what the end goal is um but yeah, it is. It's scary. It's really, it's 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 frightening. That's yeah. why we don't think about it too much, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's why we take it every day, day, day by day, instead yes. of thinking far. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember even when thinking about like where are we going to live in New York City once Mark moves here. Like, I remember when stuff like that was like cripplingly terrifying. Like, we couldn't even think through those things because we just didn't have answers to them and we'd always have to say like all right stay in today <laughs> right like today we have engagement rings and we have a visa that's working through the process right like and and we've had to just like talk ourselves back 12 steps constantly um so that's where we are at the moment with adoption i, I it's great if we want to keep the conversation going because it's going to forced us to to do our homework and have a better understanding of what's ahead. <laughs> well,
0: I appreciate you sharing the first phases of your story, JJ.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. And I guarantee by the time I come on next time, I'll have listened to at least one or two <laughs> <laughs> He's not willing to commit. <laughs> He's not willing to commit to more than They one. will be they'll be the Andrew episode. <laughs> No, the worst ones. I'm not even kidding. I have them. They are downloaded. I now once I realized what a shitty friend I was and that this has been happening under my nose. Are you serious? I don't. I'm. I'm still in shock that this was going on and I had no idea. I know
2: that we must have.